Oh, how are you, Ben? Um, I'm great. Let's move on. How ah. are you? <laughs> oh, great. I don't want to talk about it either. <laughs> Fabulous. Glad great. we covered that. <laughs> Everything's perfect all the time. <laughs> it's so fun to meet someone with no past. <laughs> Oh boy, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, through the internet, it's Catherine Cogart. Hey, Tim. Good to be here. Hey, Catherine. It's good that you are here. It is a good thing. We should feel yep. good about this. I feel good about it. Do you feel good about I it? I feel pretty good about it. There's a I lot feel of... like you're trying to convince yourself to feel good about it. No, I mean, I guess I'm just trying to, to revel in the goodness of this fact. I just like... Okay. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, is what I'm trying to say. And... Uh, <laughs> This this was one good thing. One thing I can be feel good about. I, I can feel good and strong. This was a good thing. It's good. Yeah, that just like here. the end of Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this film. Spoilers. <laughs> At the end, the protagonist feels good about it. What he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> are there? Uh, yeah, I guess. Are there any movies where the protagonist doesn't feel good? I feel like those um, are more like, you know, uh, sad movies. postmodern or something. Yeah, yeah. Or like German expressionism type of stuff. Where the the protagonist simply does not feel at the end of the movie. Yeah, is empty inside, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic German expressionism. Classic. Oh my God. So fun. <laughs> good old World War Two. Hey, Catherine. <laughs> What are we talking about this episode? Uh, we're talking about the videos that you buy at the grocery store. And why are we doing that? Uh, because it's maybe one of the most fascinating things you can find in the grocery store. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's run through our quick top five most fascinating things at the grocery store. Number five. Seeing what kind of melons are in season. Number four. Um, if there's any new types of junk food that the chemists have conjured, mm-hmm. alchemists have conjured out of the ether. I do I do prefer over the idea of international conglomerates, uh, you know, pe- uh, kicking down ideas based on supply chains and then some food chemists having to come up with a new product and then it going through r- rigorous FDA testing and then working its way mm-hmm. through. Uh, I like the idea yeah. instead of an ancient cabal of alchemists <laughs> who create the food for us. The ancients divine that buffalo flavoring is in the season. We must make buffalo flavored chips now. <laughs> to please the alchemists. <laughs> number three. Number three most interesting thing of the podcast. Most the interesting podcast. thing of the podcast. Of the podcast. Um, it was actually number five. That was the melon That thing. time when Flavor Flav was your neighbor? Uh, let's see. See episode on interior design, I think. I th- yeah, no, it was interior design. Good, okay. good memory. Yeah. Good. Well, I've listened That's to them all crazy. many times. Um, <laughs> who listens to other podcasts? Why would you do that? Number three, most interesting thing at the grocery store. At the grocery store? Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the children's toys section. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. All right. Number three, most interesting thing in the state of Washington. <laughs> Uh, the fact that Washington State looks like a normal state, like putting its hand up for a high five. 
Yeah, that that's it true. Will never receive. It's sort of like a broad up Wyoming. <laughs> hey, bro, pump it. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging, bro. Okay. Hawaii floats away a little bit further. Yeah, it's like, no mm, well, thanks. I'm just going to do get, get some more of this continental drift. Ah. <laughs> uh, Alaska looms over judgmentally. <laughs> All right. The number two most interesting thing at Ikea. Um, the second, this, this is actually a great question. So I would say that the first most interesting thing in Ikea is probably maybe the parking lot is really interesting. The parking lot. Yeah. Why? It's the only place with family parking. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. All right. So the second the most interesting two. thing oh. would probably be like Swedish food. Yeah, some of the the meatballs and some of that uh, yeah. Loganberry stuff. And, and looking at the spellings of things. Yeah. No, what? looking at the spellings of things is number two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do love those A's with the little circle over the top. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking yeah. of. Ah, oh, same wavelength. There you go. Yeah, we're working together. <laughs> uh, and the number one most interesting thing at the grocery store is. Videos. The videos you can buy at the grocery store, obviously. <laughs> so, have you ever bought a video at the grocery store? Uh, ye- I've had one bought for me as a gift. Does that count? <laughs> oh, no, I have. Okay. I have bought a grocery store video. Um, It was um, Speed Racer. Speed Racer. Yeah. The anime. The, the anime. Okay, not the uh, Wachowski Brothers film? No. Is that the Wachowski no. Brothers? Lo- it was the Wachowski Brothers. Um, Emil Hirsch as Speed Racer. Um, love that movie. Can I say that I love that movie? Got mixed reviews. Love that movie. Okay. Don't get me started on Speed Racer and the great injustice that critics did it. Uh, okay. Well, I will not do that. Um, Don't do it. Don't get me into it. Describe for me the time that you bought the Speed Racer anime at the grocery store. Why were you at the grocery store? Were you grocery shopping or was this a short errand? Or did you go in specifically for the video? You said this is the thing. Nobody goes to the grocery store specifically for the video. But Catherine, there's nowhere else in town that has this. It's very rare. It's true, unless you live in like rural. Uh, I'm going to say like Missouri. The most interesting thing your- in Missouri. <laughs> Ferguson. Come on. Uh, yeah, that was important and sad. That was an easy one. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um. So. Yeah, I guess if uh yeah, if you lived uh somewhere where there weren't a lot of stores. But I don't know, is there like a Safeway or something in those kinds of towns or is that more like a I guess it depends how small we're going cuz if you get small yeah. enough where it's like just a general store and you got to drive 50 miles for the Walmart, then mm-hmm. it's kind of a different story. Yeah. No, I I've been to a town in Missouri where you get your dinner at the uh gas station. Yeah, yeah. No, I had a a friend a who uh got food poisoning that way once. It was great. Ah. Uh. That's too bad. That doesn't sound great. I feel like you might be being facetious. I had a very uh, uh, difficult day, and I think his was even worse. So we were in southwest Utah, where there is nothing except for a gas station with a subway in it. And then he got food poisoning, but we still had to drive 10 hours to my new home in Visalia, California. Oh, I remember the story. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. So I had to drive the whole way because I had to start work the next day. So we had to go. Poor guy. That's too bad. Do you think you would have called in and say, hey, can I start work the next day? Yeah. This happened to me. Can I take now. a my friend is sick day? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think I had cell service at the time. It's very middle of nowhere. 
Yeah. They had landlines, at least. I could have borrowed someone's landline. Make well, that's what you call. get for being too adventurous. <laughs> it was on the freeway. What? Um, yeah, no, I, you're, ex- you're describing me the parameters of what makes an adventurous purchase. <laughs> what, going through the freeway? Or, or going through the freeway and stopping off to buy a video? Yeah, or sandwich, I, I imagine it was. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those veggie patty sandwiches? Yes. Yeah. What? No. That's, <laughs> of course that has E. coli. <laughs> hey, I'm with you. That's, I mean, it wasn't my jam, but like, I don't control the seas and the ways of the sandwiches. Uh, you know, people people going to ride their own vibes. Those are the two things you don't control. Yeah. Everything else. Yeah. It's, it's a weird pantheon <laughs> of gods. Luck. Sure. <laughs> there's Orthlog, the god of the seas, <laughs> and Gambo, the god of sandwiches. And then there's Tim, and he's the god of all the other jokes. The thing is, you'd think it would be like a kind of exalted position, but this culture, this culture that I see over, uh, yeah. they actually really value the sea and sandwiches way more than anything else. So I'm like really, Absolutely. yeah, I'm like a super tertiary god. Like a lot of people don't remember my name. <laughs> like they're like, oh yeah. And the other ones that I think I remembered in Sunday school. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think you're like two different guys. But yeah. No, it's just one. Just you. Just you. I thought it was Tim <laughs> and Dobbs. Isn't that? No, <laughs> no, there's no comma there. That's just one. It's a maritime culture with uh, very specific culinary needs. Yeah. Well, they don't have forks or knives, so. No forks, no knives. Sandwich is the classic uh, choice at that point. And they're not really chip people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, just, you know, when you go to Panera, they're just like, you know what? I don't need the apple. I don't need the chips. Yeah. Just the sandwich is fine. They're constantly trying to make sandwiches out of things. Yeah. Which kind of is a bummer for you because then that's less stuff you get to control. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like that carburetor used to be mine, but then they put it between two pieces of bread and ate it. (laughs) And then and then they took open face sandwiches away from you. Right. Yeah. They say, well, that's That's really a sandwich. (laughs) The theologians all got together. There was there was a conclave and they all (laughs) sure discussed. And they gave you the news. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tim. The other, <laughs> the other high priest and I were talking, and I know that you've been really enjoying the open-faced sandwich thing. Like, I feel like you really got it. You've been trying to make it your own, and and yeah. and I we love that. We love that. Like, that's one of the things. Love your so, energy. It's so great about you. <laughs> but I guess we just feel like it's going to be better for everybody. And the sandwiches, you know, it's just, you're not really coming into your own on this case. And I think you can do better. Take, um, Jack's or, uh, Pebbles. Buildings. Yeah. yeah. All that junk, whatever. And then, and then they all leave <laughs> and they go into, it's a sandwich that you can live inside of. So I don't even really get the buildings. It's just a huge sandwich. They're like, yeah. they're yeah, like, well, technically a- when we're inside, it's a sandwich. So... Really, the only buildings in this culture are like the outhouses in the park. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. <laughs> Those are gross. Yeah, God, I'm getting a rough shake. These people do not <laughs> respect me. Yeah, and you constantly have to refill the soap. There's never any soap left. Well, you want to wash your hands before you eat something with a sandwich, for sure. Absolutely, Come on. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot of responsibility. I guess in a way, I'm failing them and not coming back and refilling the soap regularly. <laughs> You really brought this on yourself. What have we done to deserve this whole god of every other, all the other stuff? <laughs> <laughs> ah, what a great community. I mean culture. Yeah, it's Listen, they're great people. They're great people. 
I think. Super nice. Yeah. Really uh, easy. They have the best potlucks. <laughs> Every kind of sandwich. Anything you can imagine. <laughs> Make your own sandwich bar. Everything between two pieces of bread. <laughs> I brought pasta once. They were really confused. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Mm. But then. How do I eat this? Yeah. <laughs> then they grab some bread. Put it right on either side. Scoop it up. Use one bread as a scoop. The other is like kind of a clasper. So you clasp the top <laughs> as soon as you scoop. And then you've got yeah, pasta yeah. on bread. Yeah. Ready for your You're carbo ready load. to carbo load yep. before hit, the marathon. Hit that marathon. <laughs> Speaking of, I have to go administer uh, a marathon because, uh, you know, being the god of all the other stuff. I have Every to, other thing. So I got to yeah. go hand out race bibs and stuff. So um, we'll be back in a moment <laughs> on the Doom to Fail podcast. on the Doom to Fail podcast talking about the videos in the grocery store. Believe it or not, that's what we're talking Believe about. Believe it or not, we're talking about this. It's kind of dumb, but we still are talking about it. It's... Well, we're singing now. Well, sure. All right. Now, this is your part of the duet. You're supposed to come when you're stepping. You're really I, I've got like a, I have like a Shatner talking part. In oh, the duet. I see. This is all part of it. You should be shaking a tambourine or something. That's and what I have. then I bought the video. Um, so you bought. So okay. So first off, let's set the scene. We have to lay mm-hmm. down the scene. Uh, yeah. I assume uh, Safeway is a very popular grocery store. There is that. Is that where you were going? Was it Safeway? Yeah. Where did you go? Because, for instance, you can't go to a Trader Joe's or something because they're too boutiquey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can't go to a Whole Foods. Mm-mm. Unless you want to buy like how to meditate, I think maybe like a baby Einstein seems like that might be out of Whole Foods as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they replace their their grocery store videos with like baby clothes and bibs and stuff. Yeah, that, just a lot of sort of like judgy stuff. That's what they did. They yeah. were like, like judgmental hippie skirts. Yeah. Instead of videos, here's a bunch of things that make you feel like you're not living your best life and never will. <laughs> Oh, I could have a baby and be wearing a flowy hippie skirt and be eating this expensive cheese. You could. You could. All of those things are within reach, but maybe just out of reach. Yeah, not quite. This is just, oh, it's a little more than I want to pay for the perfect life. (laughs) Uh, So was it a safe way or do you know, was it something else? Let's say it was a safe way. Let's all just get together and say that. Let's all just agree it was. Yeah. Move forward with that assumption. Okay, let's shake on it. One, two, three, shake. Shake. Oh, okay, sorry. sorry. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes this happens. This is actually one of the things they tell you at like networking courses and stuff. It's like uh-huh. every once in a while, sometimes you're going to have a shake that gets off by a couple of seconds with someone else sure, that you yeah. meet. And uh, yeah. it's important to move through that smoothly and move straight on to the business card portion. <laughs> so anyway, here, here's my business card, Catherine. Uh, I request that you stare Thank at it you. for 10 seconds. <laughs> And think about uh, how you're never going to need this. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that happening. Yeah. Well, that happening. It's just nice to have things sometimes. It's nice to have things. That's the American <laughs> way. 
It's a very Whole Foods mentality. <laughs> uh, just in case you need things. It's nice to have things. Yeah. It's sure great to have things when you need them. So here's the thing about grocery store videos. Okay. There is a huge element of serendipity involved. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're going here. So you're saying... Or at least maybe artificial serendipity? Artificipity. Yes. So here's... <laughs> Here's what I want to know. I want to know how they pick which movies to stock. Okay. I want to know how they choose how to price those movies. Mm-hmm. I.e., why is Lord of the Rings more or less expensive than Pokemon movies? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come at this in reverse order. Number two, okay. and the number two most interesting thing at the grocery store <laughs> is Catherine pondering about videos. Um, I think the pricing has a lot to do it's got to have a lot to do with the element of serendipity and what element of artificial serendipity do grocery stores take advantage more than that of children putting things in your cart without you looking (laughs) this is the number one most important aspect of any grocery store business plan yes is that so you've got you've got you know the outsides of the grocery store is all your staples right you got your fruits veggies your your meats and uh dairies um and then usually like the a bakery. Love of God, bread. stick to the outside of the grocery yeah. store. Otherwise, you'll end up buying tiny red Solo cups that are shot glasses, like I did. <laughs> well, that's kind of fun. Don't end up like me. No, I kind of I want to have a party with you. Oh, they're adorable. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> I'll bring them to our next party. Okay, perfect. Uh, we really should stop calling those doomed to party, though. <laughs> it's not really bringing the boys to the yard, you know. <laughs> that's amazing. That's the name of our convention. <laughs> doomed to party. Yeah, no, that sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds like um like out in the desert. It sounds like one of those out in the desert like techno festivals. Yeah, sure. But we're going to play a lot of gloom rock. A lot of gloom rock, a lot of shoegaze. Yeah, a lot of sh- You think Ben Gibbard will come? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I even questioned it. <laughs> um think of the name. So, the middle of the grocery store has a uh, yeah. You know, as we know, has all the sorts of things you don't need, um, like uh, cereal. Things brought to us by the alchemists, the cereals, the cereals of the great <laughs> the hawk people of the north. <laughs> they are also alchemists, but they're hawk people. Oh, why don't we live in a fantasy world, Tim? I don't know. It'd be so much better. <laughs> I've been I've been reading a um, uh, hundred years of solitude by uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, who's you know like noted magical realist. Yes. And, like I, 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 you know, I'm I'm only like seventy pages in or whatever, and but it's just like I keep getting to these parts where he'll just like throw out some like thing, and I'll just be like, oh yeah, no, that's how it should be, and I'll just like keep moving. He's like he's so nonchalant about things that are crazy, and it's just like yeah. when it's presented that way, I like totally believe. It. I'm like, this is a good world. This is a good good world. <laughs> like uh oh, what is he just like for some reason he spent two paragraphs describing this guy who would um travel from town to town and uh sing songs he was making up so he would just like make up songs and sing them like totally improvised and people would come and watch because that was just like you know entertainment for the night but also that because was the twitch of their time it was yeah. very yeah twitch.tv um <laughs> a bunch of bullshit that you don't really need but <laughs> i got nothing else to do but but so also uh People would, uh, because he traveled from town to town, to spread news, you could give him two cents, and he'd work your news into the song. <laughs> he'd just be like, Oh, that's awesome. By the way, Joni and Mitchell got married. Joni uh, and Mitchell? Joni and Mitchell. 
<laughs> it's actually people think Joni Mitchell is one name, but it's actually there is a comma there. Yeah, yeah. it's like Captain Antonio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so and I was just like, oh, that's totally the way I want to get new. That makes so much sense. <laughs> just. I think I think magical realism really has it. I'm starting to slowly convince myself that magical realism is real news about the world and everything else is some kind of fable. I wish, yeah. So, uh, when the singing man tells you uh, not to go into the center of the store, um, it's because... Then, heed his words, heed his lest words. you be attacked by the hawk people of the north. <laughs> Bye, lucky charms! <laughs> we made them ourselves! With our talons. <laughs> uh, so the 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 other thing about that is that in that deep, gloomy interior of the uh, of the grocery store center aisles, uh, everything at child's eye line height is uh, typically marketed towards children as well, right? So like the healthy yeah. cereals are up high, but the fun, flashy cereals are low. And uh, also, uh, the time that I took Pop Secret and put it in my uh, my parents' carriage. That was that was because that island. It was a secret. secret. That's adorable. I was super into that because you see that it was a secret, and you're like, well, obviously, I have to secretly put this into the yeah. car. Slip it in. It's just between me and you, <laughs> Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> uh, I was just we need so. More kids named Oral, don't you think? What'd you say? We need more kids named Oral. We need to bring back that name. Uh, no, we don't. I nope, think so. We're all set. Do you think that's going to be like a new, uh, a new thing? On Orals. Yeah, I think we're good on that. Thank you, Orals. You're no more needed. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I think we need more or- Orals. I want a, an army of Orals, and they're hard to say words. Army. <laughs> Go on. Uh, what are other hard to say words? Yeah, what other implements um, do they bring? Brewery. Brewery. Dvor. <laughs> Desks. Anything that uh, has a S consonant S again, so plurals wasps desks yeah wasps yeah it's that it's that horrible thing that your mouth has to do where for some reason you just add six syllables to the end you're like wasps uh huh yeah succeeded it wasps ugh hate it <laughs> uh oral Redenbacher oral yeah yeah so Things anyway without enough um consonants that's my problem. <laughs> I need some consonant to cling on to yeah. when I'm saying Just a word. A little bit of consonancy, just so I can feel secure. <laughs> you have the other problem. You you struggle when there's not enough vowels for yeah. you to flow through. Yeah, you I can't just, make your way through the word. I've got a very open throat. That's what the doctor tells me. <laughs> uh, that is what she said. <laughs> like maybe he's uh, yeah. Okay, it works. Um, <laughs> As or he. Ge- yeah, no, as gender dynamics change, I'm getting more and more confused by that joke. That's what they said. Yeah, I think that's what... Th- I think, no, I think... So the official uh, style guide last I read says that when when you don't know the gender of a person you're describing... Yeah. Uh, they is acceptable. So, you know, like, uh, uh, whatever. They're going to do whatever they're going to do uh, is a way of saying, you know... Oh, thank God, finally. It, it, it's It's acceptable, but it's not like... it's. Not perfect. And what right. they really want you to do is to randomly change between the male and female pronoun. Nope, nope, so, nope, not doing words, that. He's going to do Chicago. whatever she's going to do. Wait, that's... No. Sorry, MLA. Sorry, APA. <laughs> not doing it. Here's what... No, but I think it works for that's what she said jokes. I think throw out that's what he said, that's what she said all the time. Just flip it back and forth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, they charge more for the uh, the things that kids are more likely to steal and put into the carts. Don't you think? The movies? Okay, so that's why Pokemon was five ninety nine and Lord of the Rings was four ninety nine. Those are both quite And cheap. why Pokemon was on a lower shelf than Lord of the Rings? Yeah, exactly. Um, so much design. Yeah, okay, so why don't we come back in a moment and we'll uh, discuss why exactly uh, you might be picking up one of these things. In a moment. On the new podcast. We'll see you soon. Back on the Doom to Fail podcast, talking about video store groceries. Wait, I might have mixed that up. <laughs> you know, when you go <laughs> the to like groceries Blockbuster. that you buy at the video store. Yeah. Oh, it does go both ways. You go to a video store if you can find one, and there's like popcorn or like movie candy That's or true. like soda. Yeah, it goes both ways. And you weren't going in there to get that stuff. No one's going like, no. I need some popcorn. I- oh no, I need red vines. <laughs> And it's whatever the alchemist deigned to provide at that grocery store. Yes, yes. Uh, the mystic crystal people of the South. <laughs> oh, no, we have mystic crystal people in the South. Yeah, they worship crystals. The world is growing. Lots and lots of crystals. Oh, they're made out of crystals, I bet. Well, I, that's so, it's sort of up to debate. I think the holiest of them believe that they is are that made out myth? of crystals. Yeah, that's the thing. Is We say that. We say that. Okay. But, you know, we don't really... We really, don't have a lot of a evidence. Really yeah, racist thing to say about the crystal people of the South. It's it's a super racist, actually. <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah. well, you know, it's time for us to examine our own uh, preconceptions. So, I think so. It's yeah. like accusing hawk people of not having the talons to make cereal. Yeah, when really they've got both the talons and the talents. Oh, making that cereal good, solid. Give Love me that it. honey bunches of wheat. Honey, Honey bunches, bunches of, of wheat? Yeah. You know what? That's a new one they're making they're working on. <laughs> they're going through all the grains. Honey bunches of rice, honey buttons of spelt, honey bunches of quinoa. Alf alpha. <laughs> oh my god, I would buy all of these. I would like I want a little the, sampler. The people of the East are really in the honey bunches of alpha alpha. <laughs> what kind maybe of, that's another racist thing I said. I'm sorry. What kind of people are they? The the horse people of horse the East. Horse people, of course. Yeah. No, yeah. that is a, well. Yeah. You know, it's a little racist, but you know, the thing is, behind every stereotype is a little bit of truth. A little grain of truth, mm. yeah. And actually, I mean, that's really more of a thing that, like, I feel like we shouldn't say that. Um, but you know, as part of like, you know, uh, taking ownership over their heritage, I feel like if you know, if like a horse person comedian has like a bit about just like how like into alfalfa they are, I feel like that's yeah. kind of acceptable because it's kind of exploring. Well, that. he's drawing on his own experiences directly, and exactly. it makes it really authentic. Yeah, who are yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like we don't really have any business. Like, I I've never, yeah, yeah, I've never shared alf alpha with a horse person. Yeah, it's true. I've I never broken honey bunches of alf alpha. I can say that completely truthfully. I've never shared alf alpha with a horse person. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe you should remedy that. It feels like you're bragging. That's all. <laughs> that's true. So, uh, you're buying a video in a grocery store. And um, 
I feel like we've got at least two in our taxonomy so far. We've got right. um, we've got your children uh, as you walk through the aisle, which was a mistake. You never should have gone into the center of the gloomy depths of the grocery store. This is your fault. Yeah, yeah. But your That's child, where the alchemists dwell. Yeah, yeah. Your child has grabbed it and uh, and and put Pokemon the movie um, into the cart. And when you get to the checkout, you're like, fine. Or your kid just begs you, begs you, begs you. Oh my god! And you're like, you're you're looking. Or you pull it out, and they start crying. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at the vast stretch of the afternoon. It's only one p.m. right now. Dad won't be home till five. I'm sorry, mom won't be home till five. We're supposed to Thank change you. it randomly. Um, yes. And you're like, I don't really have a plan for these kids, and I am so tired. And this is like an activity. And yeah, I, okay, it's not the greatest activity, but we can do it because the last thing I want to do is try to convince them that coloring in those coloring books is fun. Or that they really want to work with uh, those Lego Technics I bought them. <laughs> so the last thing you want to do is convince your child to play with toys. Yeah, <laughs> come on, it's fun. It'll be fun. I don't know. It seems kind of dumb. <laughs> See, this is where this is how I picture myself as a dad. It's just like yeah. I'm gonna be into some like toy because my dad kind of did this too. Like there were toys that I like wasn't really ready for. Maybe like I was a little too young. Or just like it started to seem like a lot of work, and I was like, "But video games are over here, and they do everything I want for me. They they just shoot uh, uh, serotonin directly Dad's into like, my brain." Come on, let's play with the hoop and the stick. It's gonna be awesome. Hoop stick, hoop stick. Um, that's that was my dad's rallying cry: hoop and stick. <laughs> um, but yeah, he definitely like did stuff where. Like, it was for me, and then he, like, set it up and kind of put all the mise-en-scene together. He, like, everything was ready for me to come play. Right. And then I was like, yeah. nah, I'm going to go play Diddy Kong Racing. And um, and then he was just Which like, well, it's, oh, my God. Uh, he was like, well, it's already set up. I'm just going to, uh, I guess I'll play with it, <laughs> you know? Or, like, I'll see if I can come up with my own fun game to play with these toys. Like, the time that he, uh, cre- from a, uh, a matching puzzle... Um, made a computer algorithm like it was a good program exercise for him and I think I would be the same I would be like kind of nerdy into various games that I buy for kids and they would be yeah. like not interested because my kids are going to be so much cooler than me they're going to be way cooler than you they're going to have girlfriends in third grade uh, uh, how am I going to talk to them we're not going to have anything in common I don't know they're going to date around like crazy uh, they're going to be on like um, whatchamacallit the apps they're going to be on the apps at like age 12 uh, I can't take it <laughs> and they're not going to be interested I, in anything I really see them being like really into dating I don't know why I'm going that way but they're just really into dating because <laughs> okay, that was like the ultimate cool right when you were when you were a kid and not dating the people who were it's dating to find like, a partner yeah, is yeah. to find a partner to value your to say that you are worth something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It was it was it was its own little game where it's like, well, he is dating the most popular girl in school, so therefore his value is high. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. were playing a meta That's game that stupid. we couldn't see. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh man. Anyway, and they're gonna wear cutoff. They're gonna wear cutoff tees at age twelve too. Uh. They're gonna start doing that. They're also gonna be rednecks. All right. <laughs> I think we have a, we have a little bit of time. If you could just tell me a little more about my kids. Okay, so um, oh, they have mullets, <laughs> matching mullets. Tamina and Tim Jr. Are they twins or are they different ages? And they decided, like no other siblings in the world, that at four years difference, they're just like we should get matching mullets. It'll be super fun. Dad will hate it. Yeah, they're four and eight. They're four and right eight. now. <laughs> oh, I'd hate them so much. <laughs> 
I hate. I think what I hate most is how much agency they have without me. Is that at four and eight they were like, we're just gonna go get matching mullets, and then they did. And I had there was nothing I could do. <laughs> well, that's what you get for naming them Tamina and Tim Junior. <laughs> Tamina is boned for life. Like, <laughs> listen, I had to get something. The people, the sandwich people, don't respect me. <laughs> the hawk people of the north are threatening me with cereal. <laughs> the, the alchemists are trying to get me to buy some new crazy flavor burrito. It's like I mean, the crystal plus people are cool, but it's so hard to get down to see them. <laughs> So at least I could, like, carry on my name with these horrible, horrible <laughs> children who hate me and I hate them. With their matching mullets, with yeah. The, what a bunch of jerks. <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, I really, I'm scared of parenthood. Uh, You're welcome. Yep, great. And uh, 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 the number two um, reason you might buy a video in this grocery store is the Lord of the Rings style, which is that you're going grocery shopping. Um, perhaps a leprechaun lured you into the interior of the grocery <laughs> store, and you were As like, "They always do." You were like, "Maybe I will just buy this." You know, five bucks—that's yeah. something I could just buy. Like Redbox is a dollar, sure, but I have to bring it back, so eh, I'll just buy it. Was that the reason you bought Soup Speed Racer the anime? Uh, no, I, well, I mean, I was a teenager, so I was a form of a child. Uh, <laughs> form of a child. <laughs> shape of a sullen teenager. <laughs> yeah, I used my power ring to be a shape of a sullen teenager who got really excited about stuff like Speed Racer the anime. Because it, I don't know why I was really into Speed Racer the anime. And I think I just really liked the movie. I don't remember what came first for me, the movie or the anime. It's so um, ingrained in your life at this point. Yeah, it's just a part of me, is that Speed Racer is something I appreciate, uh, which is something we should put on the blog now that I'm thinking about it. All right, we'll make a note. But, but, no, it just seemed like, it seemed like the perfect thing for me to buy. Like, I am going to watch the first six episodes of Speed Racer tonight. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Oh, to be a teen. Oh, to be a teenager. Oh, to value your worth based off of dating other people. (laughs) Yep. It was a real high point for all of us. Wasn't it, though? Yep. At least those of us who were dating the uh, the quarterback and the head cheerleaders. Uh, yep. Or or the m- most popular horse person. <laughs> He's got all that alfalfa. Um, oh, hey, Tim. Oh, you're right. Think- no, you're right. That wasn't cool. I take it back. That yeah. wasn't cool. Sometimes I just go but a little I mean, You know what they say about horse guys. Let's not. Um Big hooves. <laughs> uh, so that's a third uh, third reason you might buy it is because you are a teenager. And I feel like uh, grocery stores are one of the most available types of stores, right? Like, they welcome yes. all comers. There's, they're not small enough that a clerk is really watching you all the time. Yeah. And yeah. So- this is why I always go to grocery stores when I'm sad. Yeah, me too. Really? <laughs> it's really, yeah. Oh, I feel so close to you right now. Grocery stores warm my heart. <laughs> they're yeah. very welcoming. It's good design. Um, They're all the same. You're not being asked if you need help by anyone. Mm-hmm. You don't have to you're like. Just... Oh, the worst is when you go into a small like boutique store and you have to say hello to the person, and then you look yeah. at all the, like the clothes or whatever, and you're like, I don't like any of these. And then you like be like, Well, I have to say goodbye. Like we're in yeah. the same room together. If this was any other operation, and I like totally ignored that person, it'd be crazy passive aggressive. <laughs> oh, well, goodbye. Thank you. 
Your store sucks is yeah. what I feel like I'm saying. So anyway, I hate your things. <laughs> it's sad. Boutiques are sad because they're run by individuals. Yep. A lot of people go in there. They say, your stuff that you have chosen to stock here is stupid. <laughs> Goodbye. And, you know, almost by definition, a majority of people will do that. There's no way, you know, yeah. like, I mean, more than 10% of people are buying things, right? Who come in? Unless it's like a cupcake boutique. Yeah. Well, that's true. I think I think that's the thing. Why you should sell disposable boutique goods is because uh, people feel like, well, I could just get this. It'll be a couple bucks to avoid the awkwardness. I think an awkwardness-based sales strategy is probably a strong one. Oh, Yeah. I find it, I find that to be very true. Right. Which is probably why grocery stores have to do all the uh, the crazy store design, as does IKEA, which is discussed in our IKEA episode. Um, is that because they can't they can't use personal uh, aggressiveness or awkwardness to get you to buy things. So they have to do it all through like subtle nudges. Yeah, and just like bins of stuff. Bins of stuff. Bula bula. That are ten bucks each. Yep. Yeah. Bula bula. Um so so yeah, I was saying that grocery stores are something that always felt very accessible and as a teenager who like really had nothing to do and nowhere to go and uh you know felt strongly that uh the world did not want me around which is probably like largely true in a retail sense because i think uh retail owners see teenagers and go "Uh uh-oh they're not gonna buy anything and they're gonna be jerks and they might break something yeah no uh teenagers is like your worst case scenario yeah other than like maybe like i think your worst case scenario is maybe like a like a tiny person, like a four-year-old who's bleeding yeah. and has no parents. That's maybe your worst case scenario because you're like, not only do I have to not make any money off of this, I also have to help this thing. So wait, wait, did this four-year-old person bleeding profusely just walk into the store and was just kind of casually poking at stuff? Her name is Tamina and she okay. has a mullet. <laughs> I'm not helping this person. <laughs> um, if she doesn't want anything to do with me, I won't have anything to do with her. It's fine. <laughs> so uh uh yeah so, so i would go into grocery stores and that felt like a much more reasonable place to try to buy a movie than say like uh you know a blockbuster video or any other mm-hmm. place um so yeah i feel like just the the sort of accessibility of it is maybe our third case of why you would buy one of these films it's just because you're like eh, i'm here it's really close you know grocery stores are always set so that they can serve a community versus like video stores which are you know, they're set where people will buy a lot of videos. There's no, not necessarily a need to serve, you know, individual. There's yeah. no guarantee something's close to you. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels like that's what was going on with the teenage Catherine. You were like, I'm here. I'm walking around this grocery store because I'm sad. You know what else might make me feel better? This Speed Racer video. I'll just get it. Yeah. No, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think... Can we sum up that the sort of the interaction that goes on when you uh, purchase a grocery store video is a sort of it, it's an en passant purchase it's sort of like as you're moving through your life uh you happen to grab this thing um you know how you know, uh in, in chess how pawns can can take each other in a certain direction if they're if they're passing them it's it's a whole yeah. thing yeah it's kind of like that it's yeah. like yeah it's not really upsetting anything and i happened to be here um and so you just sort of grab it. And I think that's both the way that people buy them. Like, that's why the it's a good idea. You're like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm here. Why not buy it? But also, that's the way that the sellers want you to buy them. Like, that's the whole design, too. They're like, oh, well, we'll just keep get people while we're here. And I feel like everyone's happy with the deal, right? Who's not happy with yeah. the deal? Uh, who is? No, I think it's, um, 
I think that you are not happy with the deal like five years later when you're like, why do I have a speed racer DVD? I mean, except I don't really feel that way about it. I feel really proud that I have a speed racer. Yeah. DVD. So, you know, I don't know. I feel like you're maybe if it was like uh, like American Pie, I wouldn't feel that same way. Right. But I didn't buy American Pie. You didn't, and that's something American you be proud of. Pie wasn't an option. And maybe <laughs> it's the magic, the video store grocery rack. All right. Well, I'm glad it's we. It's kind of we... like a life concierge. It tells you what you need. Right. Exactly. And it does it for you without you realizing you need it. Just hello, <laughs> exactly. here it is, and you go, okay, sounds good. Yeah. No, you're probably right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, I was going to say maybe I'll go buy something, but uh, who knows? Maybe if I'm going just grocery shopping. Just see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Let's just cruise on this wave. This has been a really magical episode. Sure has. Well, Catherine, go get over there. Jim Dobbs right on over here. Bye. 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 <laughs>